It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Uh, the National Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. Your host today, Dr. Michael Scheuer, Colonel Mike, we're happy to be back. Monday's always a great day in America. And then, like I said last week, it's getting darker every minute. Before you know it, winter solstice. Winter solstice comes real quick. Uh, the winter's finally coming in, getting a little chill on the East Coast. And, uh, Always things happening on the East Coast. So America Out Loud Talk Radio, don't forget, that's where you go for the news. AmericaOutloud.news. AmericaOutloud.news. The talk radio plays on our radio network. You can also hear us on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa. That's AAA. We stream stream 24-7. And now you also can hear the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts, typically one or two days, preferably two. After the broadcast is heard on talk radio, you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and, and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. And be sure to make America Out Loud Jat News your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. There's a lot of good things on there. I've got videos and news clips and so on. And a lot of great shows. Uh, we all must do our part, share the stories, the articles, and the videos so that we can help secure America's future. So going forward with liberty and justice for all, welcome back, Dr. Mike. Hello, Colonel. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. Oh, lots of things in the news always. It, it, listen, this is a country of news, whether it's fake news, real news, half-truth news, uh, indigenous news. Uh, whatever the news is, it's news with views, that's for sure. So, Mike, how would you like to uh, start off the show this week? It was a great week last week and uh, happy weekend. So tell me how you would like to start it off. I just thought there was a couple of things in the media that are worth mentioning uh, for their both craziness and for the threat uh, that things pose. In this case, uh, first, the woke and uh, um, diversity, and then we'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit about, uh, not surprisingly, Israel. Okay, so let's go with the the first one. Go ahead. Well, I was I was reading along, and I I came upon a thing called "Should America Keep Celebrating Thanksgiving?" Oh my gosh! It's an it's in a rag called the National Weekly. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? The Nation Weekly, I'm sorry, The Nation. The Nation has been around forever, and now it's really disintegrated into some kind of a, um, oh, what would you call it? A woke-a-festation of, of brainlessness. Oh, I like that. That's a good word to coin, woke-a-festation. <laughs> and the fellow is named, uh, as far as I can tell, Sean Sherman. And he mm-hmm. says he is a uh, proud member of the Ogallala Lakota Nation. He was born on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. 
and he was marred early in life because his early memories of Thanksgiving are akin to those of most Americans. Meat and potato dishes inspired by Eurocentric 1960s era cookbooks. So he goes on uh, for, for a bit and then says, um, the, the version uh, of American uh, Thanksgiving as friendliness between pilgrims and Indians, of course, is uh, false. The, hard, the harsh truth, one steeped in colonialism, violence, and misrepresentation. Um, the sanitized version of Thanksgiving neglects to mention the violence, land theft, and subsequent decimation of indigenous populations. Needless to say, this causes distress to those who are still reeling from the trauma of these events in our communities. Well, it's hard to figure out how someone can hold a grudge for however long it was, but I wanted to address the fact that the relations between um, Americans, uh, white Americans and, and Native Indians are so polluted by bad uh, historiography, by bad writing, by bad analysis, that uh, it, it's hard to get out from under. And this this fellow is intent on digging us deeper into a pit of, um, uh, you know, feeling horrible about all the bad things that happened to the Indians. Well, first of all, the Indians in New England um, were, some were friendly, some were not. Uh, some attacked and some did not. But the the, the Puritans and the uh, people that followed uh, defended themselves against the Indians. And we, we seem, or indigenous people, whatever you'd like to call them, but we seem to forget that there is a notorious uh, period before the French and Indian Wars in which the British had very few troops in this country uh, and had uh, the, it left the frontier, which was New England at the time, up to defend itself. And there were a lot of uh, women and children killed or, or taken, kid, uh, taken hostage and uh, turned into Indians or killed within their camps. And um, it, it, it went on for a long time. New England barely defended itself. And then part of the Indian tribes of the region in the, in the French and Indian Wars uh, sided with the French and their, their Catholic uh, uh, priests, the Jesuits, who were inducing them to kill the Puritans in the name of uh, his Catholic majesty of, of uh, France. And the, the, the New Englanders defended themselves. Now, were there abuses on both sides? Yes, there was. But the, the, the real problem for the indigenous people, as, as this lad calls them, was they hated each other. They were constantly at war with each other. Mike, can I break in a second? Yeah. If I'm correct, I remember there was a story of a popular guy named Squanto. Yeah. And for generations, the dominant cultural narrative of America's Thanksgiving had how a Native American man named Squanto showed the pilgrims how to get food after they arrived on the Mayflower. And that was back, I think, 1600s. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about that, but it's not mentioned very well. In fact, at one point he says, um, 
The Western colonial diet has almost completely ignored the nutritional and culinary diversity of North America. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I went to school in the Southwest, okay? I lived next to those people. Hang on a second. And if you look at them today, whether they're on the res or not, okay, they're into fast food. They got bad diets. They're chips, sodas. If you look at a lot of documentaries today, whether they're they're living in uh, what they call modular homes or trailer homes, okay, nobody's eating healthy food, all right? And nobody's on a health kick, Majority of Native American Indians, American Indians in America are not healthy people by choice. Now, you'll hear these new terms, Mike. You ever hear these new terms? Food desert. You know, food desert. That means a desert means it's dry. There's nothing there, right? Yeah. It's not a food desert. It's just your choice. You could go in and buy potato chips. You could buy uh, whatever. You could buy soda or you could try to buy an apple. You know, it depends. Yeah. Yeah, broccoli. Broccoli is another good thing. You buy broccoli or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, this is a, this triggering stuff. This is like a trigger, right? What I see here, I think he's a plagiarist. The guy you're talking about, in my opinion, I think he's a plagiarist. I'll tell you why. Because we've been hearing this for a long time from the black community. Okay? They're still triggered about what happened in slavery. They're still triggered about what happened way back when. In fact, in fact, Virginia right now, I think coming up this week or next week, they're going to be voting on five or six more names to knock out with that has to do with the Confederates. Okay. Uh, Whether it's streets or whether it's uh, locations. In fact, I saw uh, going through 66 going towards Arlington the other day. uh, They changed Lee highway to, Oh gosh, who is that guy? Some famous black guy, you know, not not like, you know, the name of the neighborhood, Berry Hill, you know, or Glebe Manor or something, you know. Yeah. They changed the famous black guy who might have been a piano player. I don't know who he was. Okay? I have to look it up. But it's, it's a giant sign. It's the biggest sign on 66. It's bigger than any other sign, okay? Yeah. So in, in retaliation, it's not just we knock down a Confederate. We have to put a black in its place. Okay, of and course. this guy's still yeah. triggered. You know, yeah, it's got it, it. won't, you know, you can't say the neighborhood or the community or the village. Uh, and this guy's triggered, and I think I think he's a plagiarist. That's you know, he's a Joe Biden. Okay, that's all he is. Go ahead. Well, so I don't I don't know much of his other writings, if there are, but this one is certainly a, it's a championship of diversity. Um, you know, the more we're divided against each other, the better off we are. That's uh, called Hillary Clinton intelligence. Um, oh yeah, and and when you look at the whole issue, um, the, the Indians chose to fight, and we fought them, and they got beat. And the you reason- know, somebody else said that, Mike, and that's very true. You know, in the end, I don't care who was here—the Spanish, the French, the Indians, uh, the Salamanders, the 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 chameleons. You, we fought. You lost. It's over. That's how it works, right? Do we unwind the whole globe now? Do we say? Poland and Hungary, you move this way because the Austrians got to come that way. They have to come back in this one. And then the Irish and the British, the Italians and the French and then and the nomads. I mean, do we just keep un- unwinding history? You fought. Listen, Alexander went around and conquered everything. But it ain't what Alexander has today. Right. I mean, it's a different world. Yep. This is how it works. It is a different world, and and it's it's you know if the in, if the 
Indians, Indian tribes, indigenous peoples have a problem with the United States, they should look at Washington. Because exactly. the, the corruption of the Indian departments from the 1870s forward has been astounding mm -hmm. um, in terms of uh, uh, wasting money that was given to them to help the Indians. But the Indians have not always helped themselves. They've always wanted to live on reservations. Mm -hmm. um, they and, and when you go, we had a reservation not far from us uh, when I lived in western New York. And their big, uh, uh, the, at that time, their big businesses were selling tobacco tax-free and gasoline tax-free. Mm -hmm. You could drive mm -hmm. onto the reservation a certain amount and get either one. But now they well, I, also now they're in the casino business. I, I mean, they're I doing very well. Say, I think they have a casino now. Well, many many uh, Indian uh, tribes have casinos throughout the country, and and yeah. some of them do extremely well, and some of them really take care of their people really well. And in North Dakota, just a few years ago, right when Trump was president, they were doing extremely well. Yeah, you know, with the uh, with the oil up there in North Dakota, you know. So, uh, I think this guy. You know, and also it's the reg, the nation. So they found somebody. It's like having Judy uh, Driftwood, you know, or PBS. Yeah. You know, they find somebody. You well, know, I thought it was. I, I thought it was a silly article. It was a rather uneducated article in many ways, all one-sided. But it shows. I, I hope it shows to our listeners how many people are out there that want to destroy everything about America, from the first oh, Thanksgiving yes. forward. Oh, yes. Oh, try, yes. to, try to make you believe that somehow, uh, especially white culture, is uh, 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 poisonous to them. Well, it's poisonous to them because it gets up and work and works and succeeds. It doesn't cry all around all the time. And yeah, they want something they, they, for nothing. You mm -hmm. know, I, I would think that in America, uh, at this point in time. Reservations are used mostly to protect the Indians so they can do what they want to do, not what they could do in our society. Mm -hmm. And it's a very hard thing to read this kind of stuff and know that people with her are getting anti-American educations now are going to read it too. Um, it's it's a it's a very very bad business that we're engaged in as a nation. When all of our institutions and all of our history and all of our heroes and all of our statues and all the rest of it is being destroyed for no purpose but to please people who are basically, I think, uh, anti-white, uh, anti-realism, anti-everything except what pleases them. Uh, all right, so I'm going to have to throw a few things in here for Whitey. Okay. I'm going to go on. I'm on, I'm on Whitey's side on this pro oh, on this one. All right, and and there may maybe I'm wrong. If there's a couple of blacks or Indians or uh, Hispanics or uh, Asians, okay? Because we have all these people now. Correct me. You can go to twomikes.us and you can email us or comment. And by the way, thank you very much for our last show. We got beautiful. Eh, one bad one, but beautiful emails about last show that we did, the dangers of not listening to the enemy. We want to thank you guys that wrote in and commented. So here's what, uh, you know, what you, you would say thank white people for. The computer you're on, the software that drives it, the Internet, nearly all the web appliances, recorded music, motion picture, TV, radio, camera, telephone, light bulb, automobile, rocketry, modern rocketry, 
satellite spacecraft, airplanes, skyscrapers, printing press, eyeglasses, astronomy, 95% of life-saving pharmaceutical drugs, 95% of medical advancements, material science, metallurgy, microwave oven, uh, laser technology, harnessing electricity, nuclear energy, just a few to name a few, and a reg- refrigeration, just in case you want to keep this stuff out in the cold. You know, I mean, or in the cold, you can you can just have it. And also, uh, Santa Claus's booties that you put on the chimney every Christmas. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I think that that's a, a fair synopsis of, <laughs> of contributions. But the, the only thing that stops those people who are not um, competing in that race that produces those kind of people is their own problem. Right. They, you know, I don't know if, if it's good life to live on a reservation or not. Uh, if but if they're complaining about it, then I guess you get out and work in the workplace. Well, I went to school with these people, Mike, and they got off the reservation. And, and you're correct in saying the Bureau of Indian Affairs is the biggest. It's like any other agency. We have big failure. You know what yeah. I mean? Waste of money. Incorrect. Um, and again, the Democrats always keep them down on the res. It's just like being on a plantation. Yeah. Most of the people when I was a, a young age college, most of them were all alcoholics. By the time they were college age, they weren't into the, the, the drug scene. They were really into drinking. I yeah. mean, 16, 17 years old. So, hey, things changed. You know, uh, a lot of them made advances uh, like uh, other people, blacks, Hispanics. You know, they don't want to be in the community and they move into other communities, you know. Yeah. And it's just that's just the way it's called. What is it called? Gentrification? I don't know what it's called. I have no idea. It's called getting off your ass, making a living, and making it better for your family. Nothing your like family. nothing like here in Buffalo. It sounds so great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the truth is, uh, Colonel, I worked for Union Carbide in the early seventies on rigging crews and in, in the putting together metal tanks and things like that. Not military tanks, but get for for gases. And we had a bunch of Indians, and they were the hardest working characters and funny and friendly and the most unbelievably um, adept people at working at high levels, at, at height, uh, you know, with a, with a belt strapped around them to, to might, so it might stop them if they fall. And, and I was surprised when I read this little article here by the crier, uh, that that's now 75, 25, almost 50 years ago. And to read something like this is, is, you know, the problem they have is they can't accept reality. One, they got beat. Third, they were among, among the most savage people on earth towards civilians. Uh, third, they couldn't cooperate with their own people, let alone cooperate with uh, the Yeah, they make it think it's hunky-dory. Everybody was growing vegetables and smoking peace pipes with weed. Yeah. Give me a break. Hey, listen, we're coming up to the, the commercial break. We want to thank you for listening to us on the National Security Hour. You're on with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, and we will see you on the other side. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. 
with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Hey, we're back. You're on the National Security Hour. Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike. Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Five days a week, by the way. We have other shows on the National Security Hour. And a lot of great shows on AmericaOutloud.news. That's AmericaOutloud.news. And don't forget to visit the sponsors. Also, with Liberty and Justice for All, uh, where you come to hear military and intel experts and some truth. Because that's, that's just a hard thing these days with all the fake news out there. Mike, what would you like to continue with the second segment? Well, the other thing I, I saw this week, and I think we discussed it a little bit, Colonel, but what, it was something called BDS. Oh, BDS, uh, yes. Which is boycott for the B, divestment for the D, and sanctions for the S, BDS. Before you go further, Mike, when I first saw that, I didn't see the rest of the article. I thought it was like a new kind of BVDs, like a brief box. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so old. I, I'm not even in the groove. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Well, uh, I always go whenever I'm worried about uh, civil liberties in this country, and I go to a thing called the uh, JewishVirtualLibrary.org. And these, uh, uh, the, the, the synopsis on that uh, uh, it was to gloat for the Jewish Americans and the Israelis and, and the Israeli government to gloat over how they're constraining free speech and the, destroying the First Amendment in America. Uh, I'll read you the, the quote here from, the, from this JewishVirtualLibrary.org. To date, 37 states have adopted laws, executive orders, or resolutions designed to discourage boycotts against Israel. Separately, the U.S. Congress has considered anti-boycott legislation in reaction to the BDS movement. The Senate passed a bill which contained anti-boycott provisions on January 28, 2019, by a vote of 74 to 19. The House passed a resolution condemning the boycott of Israel on July 24, 2019, by a vote of 398 to 17 but no federal law was adopted. In May 2023, 
Senators Marco Rubio, Bill Cassidy, Mike Braun, Rick Scott, Bill Haggerty, Steve Daines, all Republicans, reintroduced the Combating BDS Act of 2023 in May May 2023. Now, BDS, again, are people who decide to support or sign petitions against Israel and and uh, boycott them and divest their in, their investments in them or even urge sanctions on them for trying to uh, uh, support the Palestinians against the Israelis as a as a tool of influencing Israeli government the main the, the, and this is the last little part from the from the virtual library the main objection to such laws was that they might violate the first amendment The Supreme Court, however, effectively rejected this argument when it refused to hear a challenge to an appeals court ruling that the anti-boycott law in Arkansas was not unconstitutional. Other challenges to states have also been demessed by appeals court experts. States are listed below. What, What this thing says is, screw you, Americans. We've got so much control over 37 state governments and governors, the, the House of Representatives in the Senate, and ultimately the Supreme Court, that we're going to ban you. And also, what happens is if you're in, in, in those states and also working for the federal government, if anyone finds out you've ever advocated, signed a petition, or otherwise supported uh, BDS regarding Israel, you can't get uh, contracts from them. Wow, it's it's uh, it's really an amazing amazing kind of thing that's happening in the United States. You're not you cannot longer say, "Geez, I think everybody should disinvest in Israel until they become this or that or the other thing." Now, oh, so so when we were kids and we we never got triggered, but you know we were abused. Where you heard Guinea Wop, uh, what else they had Dago, Punky. Nazi German Kraut. Mick, Mick, Black Irish, um, Spick, uh, all these, all these slang words, uh, the N word, you know, um, and people survive that. But yeah. you can't. There's only one group you can't say anything. So should I sing my two now? APAC, I hear you. APAC, <laughs> I hear you. APAC, I hear you every day of the week. Come on, guys, give it up already. You know. Yeah. Now this reminds me of a different version of what they're doing at Elon Musk by pulling their advertisements off because they say he's anti-Semitic. By the way, <laughs> anybody look into the dictionary and the, the globe, what are they called? What was the old thing called, Mike? Encyclopedia Britannica or something like that? Yes. yes. I think the Arabs are Semites too, ain't they? I, I, I thought so, but I, I, I'm not really sure now. Yeah, I think they're Semites too. So yeah. when you make fun of an Arab, <laughs> you call him a camel jockey or sand nigger, okay? That's anti-Semitic too, just so you know, all right? Okay. You can't use that too, all right? So that's bottom line. Because yeah. they use that a lot in the military, right, boss? Yeah. Yes, Major. Okay, Colonel. Yes, General. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go in Iraq. By the way, Iraq is kicking ass, man. We have we still have people in Iraq and Iran and, and all this. People are getting killed. American soldiers are still getting killed in, in the Gulf. I mean, the... Uh, in the Iraq, Iranian or Iraqi area of the world, are we still we're still having men die over there? Yeah, well, there wasn't enough Gulf War. There was two of them. Yeah, 
You know, come on. You know, but, but this is listen. This is this is look. Th- this I'm going to say something. The hottest story I keep seeing that blows up on Twitter is uh, somebody posted that Ron DeSantis is wearing heels, like you know, cowboy heels, right, <laughs> to make himself taller. It's not a story. The story that's that's nothing to make himself look taller, cosmetics, whatever. Hey, it's fine. You know, a lot of guys do that in Hollywood. You know, Mickey Rooney did it too. If you're a little short and you want to put some inches on, you you, you put special shoes, right? Okay. But that's not the big deal. The big deal for me, what Ron DeSantis is, he went to a foreign country to sign a bill for his state, Florida. Okay? That's a big deal. And what was the bill he signed, Mike? Do you remember? I, I remember he went to Israel to do it, but I don't remember the... the... It was about anti-Semitism. Ah, maybe he's one of the 37 governors here. Yeah, so I mean, look, they, they're all signed on to this, but why aren't they doing that for, let's say, uh, Scandinavia, Iceland, uh, Hungary, uh, protecting the democracy in Hungary? Why aren't they doing that for uh, somebody in Ecuador? Why only one group of people? So as much as you want to avoid saying, we're not the people you think we are, you're showing everybody you are the people you think we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, eh, come on, let's be realistic already. We're in we're in our country. We're supposed to have 100% freedom of speech. Hey, I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? I don't care what nationality. I don't care what color. You know, if we can't have free speech, then we can't have we can't have the First Amendment. And you're t- and you're just whittling the Constitution. Yeah. And guys, you're only the size of New Jersey. And you know what? You're pretty homogeneous. I think you need a lot more people in there from other countries. You want to take a few from here? I know well, some people who want to could stop abortions, too, but they won't do that either. Right. So, I mean, uh, hey, look, I heard that story about the BDS a long time ago. If I'm correct, Mike, wasn't that done in South Africa? They, they, yeah, that's the way they ruined South Africa with the, this BDS thing. So maybe it's a fear, a fear thing that the Israelis are, are imposing on us. As if our constitution didn't exist, mm-hmm. uh, but it was. They broke the backs of the of the board government, and now look what we have: the power. Oh, it's just lovely there. It's lovely. Oh, just amazing place. And and and, and the the uh, the homeland of executing white people just for the sake of being white. You and know? I wonder who was behind that. And they're mm-hmm. they're members in full standing in the in the United Nations, and uh, no one offers to help the white people there. White Christians. Only Putin. Farmers, farmers. You know, the, the point I think on all of this, Colonel, is that if you if you went out and said, by God, I want to I want boycotts against Putin. I want divestment. I want sanctions. They'd celebrate you for that. They'd give you a medal of honor. They they'd just love you to pieces. But the establishment is so in the in the in the maw of the Israelis. Uh, and it's not just the left. Uh, let me read you just a, one more short section here. What? On Wednesday, this was in December 2019, President Trump signed an executive order that implicitly defines Jewishness as a racial or national category and not just a religious category. This is ominous, ominous the author says. The order reinforces the Department of Education's power to punish colleges that receive federal dollars if they allow Palestinian solidarity activities that offend, offend pro-Jewish, pro-Israel Jewish students 
who dubiously equate any criticism of Israel with anti-Semitism. Now, Trump, the hero, the patriot, the 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 MAGA, the, the MAGA. MAGA, yeah, even that idiot is willing to cut up the Constitution in favor of Israel. Now, what kind of sense does that make? And why, you know, we, we, a lot of us are going to vote for him just because there's no other choice. But uh, well, if this if, if this keeps up, I have a friend that has a llama. I'm rubbing him in pet llama. That's it. Done. <laughs> Uh, enough, enough. I cannot take it anymore. Look, they're doing this for one uh, one people, one country. Now, I'm going to have to set the record straight. Michael Shoy has been called everything under the sun. Even a couple of people put it up on Twitter this week. He's anti-Jew, he's anti-Semitic, whatever. Thank you for the guys who commented on 2mikes.us and said, we know Mike is talking about the Israeli government. And, you know, BB and, and the so on and so forth. So we just want to make it clear. We don't hate Jews. We have Jewish friends. In fact, I would be I would go all all in on this kind of a BDS, Mike, if they stop making Kanishas and Hebrew National. I'm in. You got me. Take take two votes from me. I'll, I'll put three votes. My dead grandfather. How's that? Right. <laughs> you got to eat some of the food. It's really good. You know what I mean? They got great stuff. But. Well, yeah, and it's it's you know it's not oh, like that, that that Jews are the enemy. It all seems yeah. to go back to the Israeli government, right? And, and why do we need this? Why do we need these laws put in? Look, remember remember the old thing when you were a kid. We're all, by the way, just so you know, what do you what Mike? What do you call us? We're in the seventies, so there's a name for that. Old, old boomers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never harm us. Who said that? Who said that? You all said that if you were a boomer. Remember? Remember yeah. when the bully came? Sticks and stones will break my bones, and words will never harm us. And then you got smashed in the face, and then you learn how to fight, right? Yeah. That's how it worked. But everybody's triggered. Everybody needs a freaking service dog. I took six flights in the last two months, and everybody's got dogs. But what blows my mind is all you guys with these chihuahuas, is this a Taco Bell thing? You're, you're grown men with tattoos from your head to the toe and you got to have a chihuahua? Like, how about a Doberman Pinscher guy or Newfoundland, right? Irish Setter, St. Bernard. I mean, what happened to this country? We're marshmallows, man. We're marshmallows on yams. Come on, give it up. And then you want to torture people? You want to put laws in like this? What kind of BS is this? We didn't vote for this crap. We didn't vote for this. I don't care if you're a Republican. Again, Republican. It's like an oxymoron, Mike. You know, I was telling somebody the other day, this is, this is true. Back in the day when I was doing stuff on the Hill in the 90s, Mike, and this is God's honest truth. I could get more done with a Democrat blue dog than I could with any Republican. Republicans are scared of their own shadow. I, oh, I can't write. They used to go into the turkey mode, you know? Oh, you know, you go to a blue dog Democrat here. Where do I sign? What is it you need? We were doing humanitarian runs in Asia, right? We needed things done. We needed to, to get in touch with prime ministers, president. You know, come on. Today is the same thing. Yeah, They run from you. How many people will come on this show, Mike, with oh, us? Lots of them, Colonel. Yeah. And, and you know, how can you, how can you think a, a, a party like the Republicans are, uh, you know, pro-Constitution, 
pro-American, concerned with the welfare of the American people, when they vote for this kind of fascism, which which the BDS thing is, uh, you know, and they're all big timers in the party: Rubio, Cassidy, Braun, Rick Scott, Haggerty. It's 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 amazing to me uh, that, but it's good it's good to bring it up because it realize how it makes people, working people, thinking people, family people, it they have to know how alone they are in this mess. And that there's no one out there pitching for him. Even Trump here, he Trump's a spokesman for this crap. And it's time, it's just time when you say enough. I wish people had the enthusiasm and fervor for America the way they do for Israel. American people, okay? Because first it was the Ukraine. Now it's now it's Israel. When are you going to get off your ass and say America first? That's what I want to know. Off your ass, America first. Everybody else comes second. How's that? When are you going to do it? And the key is here, we still have the beautiful opportunities that we had in 1776 of oceans on either side. In 100 years, the Ukrainians could not hurt anything in America if we had a border. Same thing with the Islamists. Same thing with the Israelis first. I would like to know how many Israelis are coming across the southern border. But my God, you know, we don't do the minimum because they don't care about the people. They care about money. They care about uh, bribes. They care about power. Uh, they care about themselves, basically. Well, that's it. That's why they have lobbyists. And that's why there's open secrets and you find out who's getting money and what the lobbyists write. And the lobbyists come first. Look, <clears throat> lobbyists come first. That's the way the country runs. We're the goons, okay? Like like the foreigners used to always tell me, these these guys that were prime ministers and ministers and parliament members and all very various politicians in other corrupt countries would always say to me, well, you guys are the real mafia. We have to hire lobbyists to deal with you. Yeah. And it was the truth. Yeah. It was the truth. No matter what you – look, Jap Japan's got three or four lobby shops. Economy, transportation, I mean, they – Whatever you're doing. Hey, we're coming down to the last minute, Mike. This is really fun today. It's sad, but it's fun because you're revealing the truth. And well, the truth gotta, about it. Yeah, very yeah. quickly, Colonel, you got to ask if you're in one of these states that has this law, who, what, what kind of power does the Israeli lobby have over the governor of, just to pick one out of the air, and I don't know if this is a state that has BDS in it, but, but uh, Virginia or, or Florida. Or, or anywhere else in this country, what have the foreigners got on your governor and your legislature That's that right. get, to get them to take your your constitutionally derived, God-given rights from you? To me, it sounds like the Jess, Jeffrey Epstein manifest, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it could well be, Colonel. Yeah, well, that's it. In fact, I'll, on the next segment, we should talk about Yonk, uh, Yonkin and Virginia because now uh, they sent Mayor, Mayoris, what's his name? The attorney there? Mayorkas. Mayor, no, 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 no. The no. guy from Virginia. Mayoris. Oh, yes. He's over in Israel talking to the troops from Virginia for Thanksgiving, like George Bush used to go to Iraq. Hey, we got to go. Coming up on the break, don't forget, visit the sponsors. You're on America Out Loud News with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike on the National Security Hour. See you on the other side.
changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. The natural colon cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why oxy powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to AmericaOutloud.news. You're on the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. And these are the days, Mike, that I, I, I dream about Jimmy Durante being alive, tickling the ivories, and uh, coming up with a nice tune for this, you know? <laughs> Izzy, how I love you, how I love you, my dear old Izzy, you know? <laughs> Can I get a pastrami on rye? Uh, sure, no problem, you know? Come on. Yeah, this is, I mean, look, come on, guys. You, you, you did bring a lot to the country. We got Delhi. We got Hollywood, we got Smut, we got Jeffrey Epstein, we got Harvey Weinstein, we got everybody. Everybody's happy, right? But you got to bribe everybody. Come on, isn't it? Be- Listen, let's let's be straight up with this BDS and governors and all that and senators. What about the Chinese? All the pork loin over there in Iowa. You know, oh, remember those people, Mike? They used to call them the salt of the earth. Oh, the salt of the earth. Yeah, just like uh, what's his name, the ethanol mob boss. Uh, what's his? He's a senator over there. In- in uh, Congress, Grassley, Grassley right? yeah. Captain yeah. Ethanol, you know, all of these guys, the guys, Department of Agriculture, Iowa, you know, all, Indiana, Mike Pence. Oh, what a blessing from God. Remember him? The evangelical Mike Pence and all these other guys in the Midwest. You know what? I'll put two mobsters on each side of me over those guys any day of the week. At least you know which way they're coming from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Al Capone was better than these guys. These guys are they're, they're all goniffs, man. They're all rip, rip off crooks, you know. And then they walk around like Lily White, you know. Oh, we're doing so good for the people. Yeah, we got uh, we got the tractors and and all the farmers. Yeah, we got all the farmers. And you know, right now is a little recession. Uh, we need to borrow sixty billion dollars from the U.S. government. Uh, that's the taxpayer, by the way. It's not the U.S. government. <laughs> the taxpayers pay for that crap, okay? Bailouts. And what did you do to us? You sold us out. You sold all these farms, right? Pork, poultry, beef to the Chinese. Oh, it's good. It's called globalism. It's foreign trade. No, you're a traitorous bastard. That's what you are. All of you. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I, I think... It's something we've talked of before, Colonel, but I think the idea we should get rid of is the idea that we are exceptional people. 
Uh, and so, we are exceptional in many ways. I know you always say that, but I have to say this. We are exceptional in, in many ways. Well, we in have, some ways we are. We're very we have, generous yeah. people. Yes. We're, uh, or, we're generally uh, friendly to those who want to be friendly. Uh, but exceptional, it, especially when it's applied to our government, is, oh, gosh. is, is, <laughs> is ridiculous, you know. The proper one, not exceptional for our government, is retarded. If we haven't proved for now, by example, that we don't have a single clue about how to fix anything in the Middle East, and we don't realize the real truth is that, A, we don't have any responsibility for what goes on in the Middle East. That's right. B, who cares what goes on in the Middle East? Or anywhere else. Or anywhere else. That's exactly okay. right. That's right. Go ahead. We, we've spent uh, three quarters of a century being the, the everything from the nursemaid to the school teacher to the model to the conqueror to whatever in the Middle East and elsewhere in the world. Right. And in all fairness to the Middle East, in all fairness to the Middle East, they didn't want us there either. Okay, go no, ahead. No, and that's the other part. You know, if if you were a normal human being by now, you would get the hint that the Arabs can govern themselves, that the Afghans can govern themselves. They don't need you. They don't need your democracy. They don't need your welfare system. They don't need your women's rights. You need them. And if you want to try to put them into place here in North America, in the American uh, Republic, do it. But you haven't been able to do it, and you've, you've used your military like a whip to do social service. And we've lost so many young men and women, so much money, so much prestige in this world. Stop right there for a second, Mike. You, you said it right there. We've lost so many men and women, okay? We've been in World War II. We were in the Korean War. We were in all the other conflicts, Vietnam, and so on and so forth. We have cheerleaders in this country on X. We have cheerleaders on Facebook. We have cheerleaders of different organizations. We have to support the Israelis. We have to support the Ukrainians. Why don't you get a uniform on and go see what war looks like? Go see, did, did, did any of you actually see what happens to people who are shot, raped, burned, uh, murdered in, in various ways? Yeah, I have. It's not a pretty sight, and pretty much you can't eat for the rest of the day, Okay. But we have people, we talk about this stuff like it's a, a video game, like it's a game on a, on a machine, like Game Boy or something. Yeah, we got to do this. It's ugly. War is ugly. When I see that Japanese, that Japanese clip on Twitter, X, where the lady's screaming that there's more bombs dropped on Gaza than there have been in Hiroshima, and, and begging, begging to stop. Because she survived. Her grandmother survived. Okay? And you've seen documentaries, Mike, over the years. The after effects of, of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And and we still see these on, on public TV and on documentaries. It's ugly, man. It's ugly. But somehow, somehow, the Palestinian people, the children, the mothers, the fathers, somehow it's okay because Hamas attacked Israel. Come on, America, you got to do better than that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking sides here, but I'm telling you, 
you got to do better than that. Because if you can't do better than that, you better look in the freaking mirror. Okay. And send your kids there. Okay. Send your children there. Would you like that to happen to your children? You should thank God, not just pit this Thanksgiving that passed, that Putin hasn't pulled something on us or somebody else hasn't pulled something on us because of the morons that we have running this country. I'm sorry to interrupt, Mike. No, it's not you're not interrupting at all. It's exactly right. There's always that. I, I, we've talked about it before, I think, Earl. You know, it's always in the back of my mind that America has never been weaker than it is today. And uh, there's always in history governments that have a hard time deciding you know, to attack somebody that's bigger than them or that's equal to them and what kind of chance they had. Well, if I was sitting in Iran or if I was sitting in uh, uh, Moscow or Beijing, I would be, I, there would be people there in the, amongst the generals and amongst the politicians that say, listen, we may never get another chance. And that's where we are today because these halfwits who are Democrats think we're here to make the world in our image. And look at our country today. Why in the world would anybody want to look make a country uh, in our image at the moment? We're 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 stifled by diversity, by by uh, sexual depravity, by teachers who don't teach but inculcate, by all kinds of corruption everywhere from the presidency down. We have not much to offer at the moment except the the money. Uh, from taxpayers who who pay their taxes, send their kids to wars we never win and lose them forever. It's not right, and it's time to change it. Well, let me just tell you, talking about what they can't do. Right now, for the listeners in the audience, okay, your nation's capital, Washington, D.C., there have been more carjackings this year than any time in history. There's more murders this year than any time in history. Okay, it's the most dangerous place outside of Baltimore, maybe Philadelphia, let's say. Okay, this is your nation's capital. Just last week, Foxhall Road for you guys around the Beltway, you know where I'm talking about. High dollar, high end, nice area. Foxhall Road, they at gunpoint. First, what they did is they bumped them in the back. Remember, if you get bumped in the back, don't panic. It could be a take a takedown in Washington metro area. Okay. Just look in your mirror carefully and then do what you got to do. But they got bumped, a husband and wife. Mike, guy comes out with the gun, makes believe he's going to talk about the accident, comes out with the gun and takes their car. Foxhole Road. They're not going to poor areas anymore. No, <laughs> they're going, they go, they go the where, area where Obama lives, isn't it, Colonel? No, he's not in Foxhole. But nope. that's that's pretty high-end area, okay? A lot of a lot of embassy people there and so on. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, th- th- come on. This is the holiday season. Foxhole Road is rocking and rolling with parties. Okay? So it just, if you don't know Foxhole, just look it up on air. Okay? It's a dangerous place. And that's not supposed to be a dangerous place. You know how many times I was there, Mike, in, in the past? It's not a dangerous place. All right? Uh, it just it is what it is. It, it, it's, it is what it is. They they let crime run rampant. And what? Well, who was running? Who was running D.C.? DEI, right? What is DEI? Exactly. Okay, so you got a mayor, you got a police chief, and all they have is excuses. And now they're going to open up a little, let's say, uh, after-school basketball thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the kids off. You know, these kids are growing up. 
they're not having bombs thrown on them like Gaza, but it's the same kind of thing. Okay. It's a slow fuse. It's a slow fuse. Exactly, Mike. It's the same thing. These kids are going to grow up either twisted or very angry that their government, the D.C. government and the United States didn't protect them in the nation's capital. Okay? That, that's it. That's the bottom line. Parents are screaming in the nation's capital. They want the National Guard in the streets. Imagine this. This is America. Hey, the exceptional people. <laughs> Can we put the National When you see the National Guards in the streets, which they did back in the 80s because we had the crack uh, era back in the 80s, when, the, when they had to put the National Guard out there with the Humvees, Mike, you're starting yeah. to look like South America. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you know, I'm talking about Banana Republic stuff, okay? So I don't know where we are. This is America. We're concerned about everybody in the world. Can't fix our own problems, but as long as we can send money. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. $14.5 billion, nothing for the, uh, nothing for the uh, border, as we say, you know? But the, again, it all boils down to what? All of our people are compromised. They're part of the World Economic Forum. Many of them. Many of them. They're part of the WHO. Many of them. Many of them. CDC. Many of them. Many of them. Okay? All right? So if this doesn't kill you, we'll try something else. And if that doesn't kill you, we'll try something else. And soon the drones will be out. And they'll be looking for you. They'll be looking for you. They're as big as, like, the palm of your hand. Um, they're out there. And they're going to be working. Start looking at how many of these warehouses, or what they call logistics centers in the new modern term, are being built in your neighborhood, wherever you may live, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Alabama, building a lot of these places. And guess what? Ask any realtor or, or anybody who is a, uh, in the real estate uh, construction industry, would you build a, a million dollar square, a million square foot uh, logistics center on spec, on speculation with no tenants? And they'll look at you like, what are you, a dinosaur? You got three heads? <laughs> but you know what? All these places are being built on speculation, Mike. Yeah. With, with the interest rates the way they are today. And you say to yourself, well, why are they building so many of them? Well, I'm not going Alex Jones land on this, but it sounds to me a little funny. Big, big places. Beautiful exteriors, by the way, too. Well, you know? that whack that job governor has uh, said publicly they have uh, places they want to put people who are unruly or yeah, yeah. vaccine. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, let's, let's wind up the show, Mike. We have to wind up the show with Mitt Romney. He was such a successful candidate with Pat <laughs> Rowe. What was it? Paul Ryan that time? Paul Ryan, yes. Yeah, Ryan, Romney and Ryan. It was almost like the art railroad, R&R, you know? <laughs> and we got railroaded. We were believing that we were voting for somebody that could win, but we knew we, you know, he was there just for a fill-in, you know, one of those John McCain kind of elections. Yeah. Well, now Romney's going to try to do something new with Joe Manchin, and everybody's concerned about what Romney's going to do. Well, he'll just cry, you know, tears in his uh, coffee and milk and tea, uh, just like uh, Larry Hogan, Larry the Ho uh, Larry the Hoagie up in Maryland. Uh, he just couldn't stand Trump, but he was a fake Republican. You know, he was basically a Democrat rhino. Um, but, you know, and uh, and he went right through that COVID like no problem because the money flowed from Joe Biden. You know, you, you say to yourself, he was the only Republican that maxed out. But there was a lot of them that maxed out. Sure. Right. Yeah. And uh, and you're going to have uh, 
Romney and Manchin come up with something new. It's basically to take any votes away from Biden or or Trump. It's another one of these, uh, you know, I don't know what's it called, the third party. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Romney, you know what you got to do, pal? You got to get in your car with the dog on top and take your niece with you and put her in the back in the trailer, right? And, and hit a trailer park down there in uh, Cabo, you know, in Mexico. And uh, come back after the election. We'll talk to you then. Yeah. All right. And if you have your white cape on, you can make some donuts. <laughs> Mike, wrap it up, Mike. We only got a couple of minutes. Yeah. This has been a, a, a kind of a painful program to do for many reasons, but primarily because of the, what's happening to this country. And you got to realize that the cavalry doesn't look like it's coming. Um, they've suborned. All you have to do is watch Petraeus. Petraeus was on TV today or yesterday urging more American aid because slowly but surely the Ukrainians are going to defeat the Russians and reclaim Crimea and all the other territories. He's an idiot. He lost two wars, and he, but he still got rewarded by being by being named the CIA. Did he get, Mike, did he get the Catholic extreme unction? Because remember, they put him in the doghouse with the girl. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they, they, were, they only let him out of the doghouse because they had that on him. Mm. Uh, and then Ob- once he once he challenged Obama on something in the Middle East, I think Obama re- leaked that to the press, and then that they were off to the races. Oh, uh, okay. Right now he's he must be paying his dues, you know, or or doing his confession because he now instead of a four star general, he looks like a four star ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the, the uh, Ukrainians got beat to sh- to hell, and uh, the time for us to be out of there was was before we went. Oh, so, he's doing the apology tour. He's an yeah, early apology no, tour. No, he says it's not over yet. We've got to keep sending them hundreds of billions of dollars in tanks. Oh, let's check the board. He, we need to check what boards he's on. Yeah. He's probably on a few boards at the defense uh, contractors. More than so, a few, Colonel, I bet. More than a few. Yeah, well, you know, they, they do very well on a cash out. Yeah. What do they call that? The golden turnstile. The golden <laughs> turnstile. Yeah. That's why they could drive Suburbans and everybody else is looking for a Honda Accord, you know? Yeah. Well, it's 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 a terrible situation to be in. And you, you hope we don't lose too many people in the Middle East and there's not a greater war. But uh, sure, it looks to me like uh, the arrogance of the Biden administration plus the super arrogance of the Israelis may well lead to a war that includes Turkey and Iran, and then then, then the, the gas is really on the fire. Well, talking about gas stoves, Kamala had hers on with her white husband the other day. They had it all over on the meme central. We got to wrap this up today, Mike. It's been a great show. And that's it for us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>